Good morning, it's Wednesday, December 27th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look of our top stories and other important things going on in our community. Today, earlier this month, a Vietnam veteran found himself on the brink of homelessness. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that the Havasupai people have been native to the Grand Canyon for almost 800 years? Historically, they occupied a Delaware-sized area, but were confined to 518 acres by the U.S. government in 1882 due to a silver rush and railroad development. The establishment of the Grand Canyon National Park in 1919 further limited their territory. Despite these challenges, the Havasupai fought legally throughout the 20th century, regaining about 185,000 acres in 1975 with the Grand Canyon National Park Enlargement Act. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. Earlier this month, a situation involving 78-year-old Bruce Bigelow, a Marine veteran of two tours in Vietnam, caught our attention. Bigelow found himself on the brink of homelessness when his assisted living facility, Via Elegante in Hereford, issued him an eviction notice for outstanding payments. The facility, which charges $5,800 a month for a private room, sent the notice to Bigelow's power of attorney, Shane Anderson. The reason? Bigelow owed $2,200 for December's rent. If not paid, he would be evicted by December 19th. According to Via Elegante's director, Andy Breifer, such measures are standard for residents unable to meet their financial obligations. Anderson doesn't fault Via Elegante for enforcing its policies. His concern lies with the Veterans Administration's slow response in granting Bigelow a 100% disability designation. This designation is crucial. It would increase Bigelow's federal benefits, enabling him to afford the assisted living costs. Presently, Bigelow, a retired sergeant and former iron worker and rancher, receives about $3,000 monthly from Social Security and his military pension. A 100% disability status would effectively double this amount. After a year of struggle and the eviction notice, the VA finally responded. They paid the $2,200 for December and an additional $11,600 covering Bigelow's stay until the end of February. Yet the long-term solution, the full disability designation, remains pending. Bigelow's case is not isolated. The Housing Assistance Council's 2021 study estimated 471,924 veterans in Arizona alone, with a 2022 count identifying 857 homeless veterans statewide. The issue of veterans' homelessness is a persistent one. In early 2022, about 33,000 veterans were without stable shelter, as per the VA and Department of Housing and Urban Development. Monica Diaz from the Veterans Health Administration Homeless Programs Office acknowledges the ongoing challenge and the VA's goal to assist at least 38,000 veterans this year. Anderson, inspired by Bigelow's ordeal, plans to start a nonprofit to help veterans facing similar challenges. 
He emphasizes the need to raise awareness about veterans being forced onto the streets. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, the popularity of chess has continued to grow since the Netflix show The Queen's Gambit was released in 2020. The ASU Chess Club is working towards growing the game further. Philip Level of Cronkite News has the full story. The popularity of chess has continued to grow since the Netflix show The Queen's Gambit was released in 2020. Cronkite News reporter Philip Level spoke with tournament directors from the ASU Chess Club to find out how they are working towards growing the game further. You can start your game. Maharshi Patel grew up playing chess in India. He moved to the United States last year to pursue an education in computer science. He joined the ASU Chess Club and was elected to be a tournament director because he loves chess and is eager to give other people the opportunity to play over the board. I want everyone in ASU to know that there is a chess club. Yes, we do exist. And uh, I just want to promote chess as much as we can because we want everyone to like play in here, have diversity, just to get exposed to all the age groups, all the rating groups. The ASU Chess Club aims to be a community where people of all ages can learn about the game they love. Although there are some meetings that are exclusive to students at ASU, the club offers tournaments where anyone can compete. People from all over the world can play a game of chess online whenever they want. However, in-person tournaments are limited, and the ASU Chess Club wants to give players chances to play competitively. There is an entry fee of $15 to play in the tournaments, but all proceeds go toward funding the club and improving their equipment. Yeah, we're actually planning to um, upgrade a lot of our boards and sets to, because right now these, so these are triple weighted, they're really nice to play with, but we only have like five of them, and some of our sets are kind of, I guess, kind of crusty. Yeah, crusty like, yeah. that's the but anyway, we're just trying to get like more events going, like Ethan was saying, and build like a more resilient chess community. The next ASU Chess Club tournament will be played on Saturday, October 21st. The only requirement for the competition is that all players have an active United States Chess Federation membership. In Tempe, Philip Level, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. This evening, head over to the Courtyard in Bisbee at 6 p.m. to see a concert by singer-songwriter Courtney Marie Andrews. Her music is filled with lush sounds, ethereal notes, and country-western inspiration. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Nancy Toy. 
Nancy was born in Berkeley, California in 1942. She was raised by her grandmother and father in Sacramento and graduated from high school and college there. In September 1968, she married Gary, an officer in the U.S. Air Force. Together, they spent the next 20 years at various bases in the United States. In 1988, Gary retired from the military and they moved to Renton, Washington. In 2001, they both retired and moved to Quail Creek in Arizona. Nancy worked at times as a personnel manager and was always active in volunteer activities. Most recently, she was a volunteer for the Green Valley Sourita Chamber of Commerce. Nancy is survived by her husband, son, daughter-in-law, and grandsons. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Nancy's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.